You're now diving into the fish tank. Sitting down with Seth living. Seth. OJ, Juice, Juice Man, ooh, and this is strictly for them true fans, yeah. dog fans. Number one, one, of course, y'all. This ain't no ordinary sports talk. Dive up in that fish tank. Welcome back to the Fish Tank on a Friday. I'm Seth Levitt, and as always, I'm joined by the one podcaster who caught Dan Marino's 399 touchdown pass, his 400th. And number 401, all in the same game. Might as well get it done at all. O.J. Yeah, McDuffie, yeah, yes, just sir. get it done in the same game. I love it. Juice, how are we feeling on this Fish Bites Friday? You know how I feel on Fish Bites Friday, man. You know, I'm always a little hungry, you know, a little bit more. And I love how we do this and give everybody just a little taste of what we got for the weekend. Just a little taste. And this, this one tastes good for sure. So this Tuesday, all 32 teams announced their nominee for the Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year Award. This is an award presented by Nationwide, of course. And if you are unfamiliar with this award, it is without a doubt one of the league's most prestigious honors as it recognizes one NFL player annually for outstanding community services activities off the field as well as excellence on the field. Now, the Dolphins have actually had three winners of this award in team history, Juice. So there was Dwight Stevenson in 1985, Dan Marino. Speaking of Dan Marino earlier. One Trey. One Trey in 1988. And the guy who signs my paychecks, Jason Taylor, in 2007. That list alone is ridiculously impressive. You're talking three guys in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, as well as three guys who continue to do transformational work throughout South Florida and beyond. And this is decades after their playing days ceased. So you understand why those guys were selected. Now, if all 32 teams announced their nominees, that, of course, means that our Miami Dolphins did as well. And that guy is someone that you and I have both been incredibly impressed with, linebacker Jalen Phillips. Absolutely, Big Seth. And, you know, one thing that we were more impressed with was that a guy at his age is so involved in everything else, man. He gets it. Community work, football work, and everything about it, man. This guy has such a great uh, perspective on life in terms of what it means to give back but also put that work in on the field. So we've talked about Jalen Phillips a lot about a lot of things, but one of the things that you and I came away with from our podcast was how impressed we were with this, his maturity. Yeah, it's the and, maturity and, is the word. And you look at it for a guy that's been nominated for this award at, at, at such an early age, I mean, this this tells you what, you know, the, the team feels about him, for one, and what the community feels about him, for two. But finally, like, that he's an impressive young man that I love that he's part of our squad. I mean, I don't know how old these guys were. I, I don't know what Danny's age was when he got it. 98? 98. Danny, Danny I mean, he came in in 83. In exactly. exactly right. And Dwight, you know what I mean? He's probably early 80s in that when he got it, you know? I mean, when he got to the league. But for a guy that's been in the league for a couple years and to receive this honor, it's amazing. Look, Jalen's already been a really strong player. He set the team record for sacks last season with eight and a half. He's got another five uh, so far this season. He's relentless as as anyone in his open field pursuit. Uh, And it doesn't matter who you are, right? Quarterback, an alignment, a a receiver. He's chasing you down. It's kind of mind-boggling. And we know he's just scratching the surface on the field. But as you just said, what he has done off the field is on another level. He was the first rookie in team history to win the Natmore Community Service Award last season. I told you, JT never won it. <laughs> I was a little salty about yeah, that. Yeah, I bet you were. He, 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 a little personal. He never wanted solo. He wanted, uh, you know, if he combined <laughs> with some other guys, he did something with uh, Zach and with Trace, you know, but he never wanted solo. 
I'm not saying I'm harboring any resentment towards nah, that. No, nah. no. But I am only saying that to emphasize how impressive it is that Jalen Phillips won it as a rookie. And if you want to read the press release detailing his efforts in the community that they just pushed out announcing him as the nominee, you better set aside some time because it is prolific. He's working with incarcerated youth. He's addressing homelessness. He became one of the first players to tackle the 100-mile ride in the Dolphins Challenge Cancer. 100 miles, right? Yeah, he's he's a better man than me. You've been riding in that thing forever. Yeah, I I start at 30 and go down. Okay. You know what I mean? I'm I'm down to 15 now. So, So yeah. He did 100 miles as a rookie, which is wild. Uh, uh, He's now on the charity's executive board. He supports the Lotus House in Overtown, giving uh, himself to sheltered women and children. He's an active member of the Dolphins Social Impact Committee. I could go on and on and on. And as you said, Juice, this is a second-year player. Yeah, man. You know what, man? Like I said, man, we came away so impressed with everything he's doing, man. I would have never thought to be so involved as a rookie. I was a second-year guy because really, honestly, being that young and being, you know, in South Florida, that's the last thing that was on my mind considering that there, there's so many things to do down here. This guy is so grounded, so incredibly impressive from his upbringing. Very successful dad as a right. lawyer. Who, mom. by the way, is a fish tank fan. Exactly Shout right. out to Pops. Exactly right. His dad, his mom in the educational system. And, uh, you know, and, and a guy that, you know, that honestly really could have chilled. Right. But he does not chill, Big Seth. He, he, he continues to, to, to do big things in the community on the football field. He definitely does. And something else that stands out to me, and we saw this when he was in the tank back in April, but it's his, his humility. Earlier this week, he spoke with the media while practicing out at UCLA. As you said, coincidentally, it's a yeah. school that uh, it's a school that he has very unique ties to, uh, and actually where he started his college football career. Uh, mm-hmm. Of course, ended up here at the U. And Jalen shared just how he found out that he was chosen as the team's representative and what it meant to him. Yeah, so I found out in a team meeting. Uh, Coach McDaniel told, let us all of us know, um, and really, it's it's incredible, man. Um, you know, I was just saying in the interview over there, it's. The community work I do isn't about recognition. Uh, it's not about awards. It's about uplifting the community, giving back to the community that, you know, did a lot for me and trying to inspire others to do the same. But, you know, it feels great, obviously. Uh, I feel incredibly you know, humbled and honored and uh, just really grateful to be able to receive that uh, nomination and uh, really grateful for everybody on the Dolphins staff that's helped me throughout this, everybody in my agency staff that's helped me through all this. You know, I really couldn't have done it all without them and just people in the community, Dolphins Challenge Cancer. Uh, you know, there's been a lot of people that have been involved in this process it's really not about me it's a lot bigger than me so um, but it definitely feels great juice it is hard not to like this kid it's impossible it really is impossible not to like this kid man and and everything that he does on and off the field man I just I, I know Seth and you remember this this moment after we left the interview on the on our podcast the fish tank I was like I, I got a new favorite player yep and I think this solidifies the fact that we've got a guy man that I hope he's here for the next 15 years doing what he's doing, man. But on and off the field, this guy is super impressive. Could not agree anymore. So congratulations to Jalen Phillips and to the Miami Dolphins for finding a young player who epitomizes what this award is all about, both on and off the field. As you said, Juice, like this is a guy we hope is wearing orange and aqua for a long time. I have a feeling he's a guy that's going to be supporting this community forever, just like you continue to do the way JT does, the way we talked about these other winners and Dan Marino and Dwight Stevenson. I have no doubt in my mind that Jalen Phillips will always be giving back to the South Florida community. The other thing is, you know, this award is very special to me, given my day job. I I can tell you that when JT was named the league's man of the year back in 2007, 
it felt like we won the Oscar. Yeah. It was like an Academy yeah. Award. Yeah. We were all really happy for him, but everyone in the organization took a lot of pride in the acknowledgement of that hard work. So super cool to hear that Jalen recognizes others. You know, when you listen back to that soundbite, he said, it's not about me. He yeah. thanked the people in the Dolphins organization that helped make it happen. He thanked the people in his management team that support his vision of giving back, his parents, his family, for really kind of uh, making that something that I think is um, not just important, but I think that's that's like a way of life for yeah. them as a family. And yep. so, so clearly that was passed on. And, and I also love how this league continues to emphasize just how important this award is. Jalen's going to have the opportunity to wear the Walter Payton Man of the Year helmet decal through the rest of the season. All th- uh, 32 team winners are going to be highlighted as the season progresses. You know, you hear about it during the games that you watch, certainly during the weekend leading up to the Super Bowl. And this one is yeah. unbelievable. Each nominee receives a donation of up to $40,000 in their name to a charity of their choice thanks to the NFL Foundation and Nationwide. That is incredible. Yeah. $40,000 yeah. times 32. Do the math and – when, Did you when carry the one on that? I, I I didn't carry anything. Only thing I'm carrying is when JT won the award in 2007, we got a $50,000. He was the winner. Right. We got a $50,000 check to the foundation, and it was amazing. It was amazing to get that. That's now a quarter of a million dollars they get. Yeah. So the NFL Man of the Year gets a quarter of a million dollars to the charity of choice and each nominee, which is so cool because, it's look, yeah. only yeah. one person can win. Right. And it's so prestigious. But – the fact that the teams have 53 plus guys and so many who do great work, but they're finding one guy and that the league recognizes that. I think that's super special. Yeah, None of those guys go home empty handed. I love it. Yeah. And, and nor should they because Correct. everything it's not about them. Right. It's what they're doing for their community. Right. So again, uh, congratulations to Jalen Phillips. Shout out to the dolphins for all the work they do as an organization in the community and certainly to continue to provide a platform for young players who want to give back. And, and Jalen, uh, you know, he epitomizes that. So that's a wrap. That's a wrap on another Friday Fish Bites episode. We were fortunate enough to have Jalen join us for a full episode of the Fish Tank back in April, as I mentioned earlier. So if you haven't listened to that one, please go back and listen to it. He will only continue to impress you as Juice and I walked away feeling like we need to do more in our lives because <laughs> this guy's only in his early 20s and, and he's so damn impressive. Uh, as always, we humbly ask that you subscribe and rate the show. Yeah, and make sure you listen to our latest long-form episode featuring Alex Marvez. And, of course, keep supporting the rest of our Miami Dolphins Podcast Network fam, as we always do, Big Seth. Uh, Papa, new Papa, Travis Wingfield with the Drive Time Podcast, Miss Kimmy B on Dolphins Today, the Perfect Season Podcast, and, of course, our international partners as well. Yep, and this Sunday night, uh, which will turn into Monday morning, Juice, of course it will. Uh, you, DJ Preach, and myself, along with a radio voice to be de- uh, determined later since, uh, you know, congratulations, <laughs> you yeah, said yeah, Papa yeah, Wingfield. Yeah, yeah, congratulations yeah. to the Wingfields. They brought young uh, Cameron Wingfield. Cam. Yeah, another Cameron in, in yeah. the family here, brought him into the, to the world, and uh, he's going to be busy changing diapers, Probably. I imagine, Probably. and hopefully letting his wife sleep. Uh, but we will break down the Dolphins-Chargers matchup immediately following the game on the WQAM fifth quarter post game show hey Dolph fans thanks for diving in you're now diving into the fish tank sitting down with Seth living OJ juice man ooh this is strictly for them true fans Dolph fans Number one, one. of course, y'all, this ain't no ordinary sports talk. I'm up in that fish tank.